0: Everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of yeah, we Read It, the latest and greatest podcast on this side of your earwaves. I was trying something new. It didn't plan out. No, no, no. But my name's Laura, and I'm one of your hosts. My name's Maggie, and I'm the other host. And everybody, if you're just joining us, we are on the fifth private book, number 5014,
1: mm-hmm. written
0: by Kate Bryan, and holy shit this book is the shortest book in the series I'm pretty sure it's like just under 200 pages but it
1: felt like a year reading so
0: much so so much has went by um we left off with book number four yes which was confessions yes because boy did we get some hot steamy confessions we found out that Ariana was the one who killed Thomas Pearson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next on, whenever we get enough money for this podcast, I'll get one of those switchboards that can just play like, oh my god, boing 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 sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be the newest, yeah. the new iCarly. I love it. Um, but we find out that Ariana killed Thomas Pearson. We found out that like Noel, Kieran, Taylor, and Ariana before that, they all wanted to torment Thomas, and yeah. they are the ones who kind of just left him out in a field. We find out that Reed is thinking about not returning to Eastern Academy, and then Noelle convinces her to, yep. and that's kind of where we leave off. And biggest twist is, we obviously think, going into this book, we're like, great, winter break is over. It is January mm-hmm. of Reed's sophomore year. But no.
1: Nope. They... Completely went over spring semester. Yeah. Right? They And then they had summer. And now we're back to the next year yeah, of fall semester. It's, it, they let, they didn't give us January
0: through August. And no. now it's September again. So that's a whole nine months. Yep. That's baby time. Yeah. If, if we're counting. Mm-hmm. And that was, it took me like, I think a good minute to really just wrap my head around. We just really skipped over. stuff And the worst thing is, is Kate Ryan starts referencing things that happened over these nine months just so casually as, like, little plot points that
1: are supposed to, like, tie the story together. And it's like, why didn't, why didn't, why wasn't this just a book? I don't know. And, (laughs) hey, listeners, we know, wait, you're wondering, what happened to the other Billings girls? And we would love to tell you, but they're not in this book. No! Like,
0: I really thought we were going to get, like, a... Reed's back at Easton
1: Academy, and here's
0: where what happened to Taylor and Kieran and Noelle and Ariana, because we followed them.
1: Yeah, nope, but instead they were like, let's just have this last little ladies powwow, beat the shit out of Reed's ex-boyfriend, and then let's bounce. Yeah, it
0: is a very interesting uh, place to pick up. It is. It's so weird because, it, you know, it kind of opens up like the way the very first book did is they're, you know, driving down the winding roads towards the academy. Yeah. Except something's different here too. Reed's mom is sober. Yeah, which is like, it seemed like it was going to be a lot more important that yeah. she was sober and then that's the only time we ever talk about her mom this entire book.
1: I know. Her mom it just seems dazed at the fact that her daughter's in this new yeah. rich school. She's like, oh. where have I been for a year? And we also
0: find out that her mom is half Native American.
1: Oh, yeah. Why was that fact randomly I dropped don't know. in there? I Okay, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Like, it just, it seemed very
0: weird because now we know that Reed is also POC. Yeah.
1: yeah. I guess. Kate Bryan was like, whoa. Okay, so I was a little racist to Chinese people in the first book, so let me... Make up for that.
0: But does it seem problematic that her big, you know, narcotic and uh, drug-addicted character in Reed's mom is Native American? That feels that feels uneasy to me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Especially the fact that they skirt past mental health, like you brought up in an earlier episode that there's no <laughs> psychologist on campus. Where's the guidance counselor?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> Look, re editing these episodes. I think I ask that pretty much every episode. Yeah. Because I I want there to be one. Yeah. So badly there is so much money funneled into this school.
1: I know. Okay, so we will say at the top before we get into this book, uh, we're gonna we're gonna slap another trigger warning. Yes. On it for uh, uh, a lot of things. I think. Oh my god!
0: Trigger warning: sexual assault, suicide, uh, date
1: rape. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: triggering date rape, sexual assault,
1: suicide. And good old-fashioned fun. Uh, and also just, I guess, a, a verbal abuse. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: We're so sorry.
1: We're, <laughs> we're on, we're on sorry. behalf
0: of Kate Bryan. I would like to apologize for that list of trigger warnings. Yeah. Because the casualcy of the events in this book... Oh, my God, yeah. ...is wild to me like the things were just like it's as if like she was just like throwing darts into a dartboard and just being like sure that's stuck to it look we'll keep it in there and it was like that's a very serious thing to write about oh my god oh my god i know so callous so so operate yeah just like and then this happened it's like it's worse than how degrassi does it (laughs) because yeah. Degrassi at least gives you a little time to process
1: but this was just like nope definitely too I would say that this one well obviously we went really in depth in the uglies but yeah. the uglies handled the whole like self-harm plotline very well yeah. it turned out better than I thought it was going to be for a young adult
0: book to handle a serious topic like that uglies out of the books we've read so far mm-hmm. I think has handled any sort of mental um, illness or mental consequence of mental illness the best yeah Oh, for sure. Um, because, yeah, like, this handles all of those um, more sensitive topics as, like, a salacious thing that adds to the plot rather than, like, an mm-hmm. actual serious issue.
1: Uh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> suicide like, spicy? Let's make suicide sexy. Let's bring it back. Like, Let's bring it back. What? Okay. Let's. Okay. Let's literally get into the Put your as life well. jackets on because we're diving we're, in. We're diving in. Uh-oh, iceberg ahead, everybody. This oh, ship whoa. is sinking. Where's Reed? What's she been up to? Well, she spent the summer with Natasha. Ooh, yeah, she waited tables. At- and In lived, Martha's
0: Vineyard? Yeah, yeah. And uh lived with Natasha's family, which is like good for Reed. Fuck her family. Oh
1: yeah. And her mom's sober. So it's all coming up dandy for Reed ni- right now. She's yeah. still with
0: Josh. She's still with Josh, which I, I think I was shocked, where I was like, oh, if we're picking up nine months after where we last saw her, surely they've broken up by now. But no, they're still
1: they're still together going strong. They made long distance work. Great for them. Yeah. I also must commend Reed for the fact that she only takes, like, four classes every I,
0: you Did you see my post-it note where I wrote that? I because think I laughed
1: out loud. Mathematically,
0: it doesn't make sense. The things I care about uh, in this book are the academics. I want a guidance counselor, and I want to make sure she's getting a good curriculum.
1: Are you really that stressed out over, like, 12 semester hours? Well, here's the thing. Four classes...
0: A quarter makes sense if they were on a quarter system where they were changing classes every eight weeks. But if they're doing, what, like 16 week semesters? Yeah. To only do four classes a semester, you're not getting a full course load.
1: Yeah. Galsa seems like she's like, I was staying up for the test. I didn't sleep. I think, I think you can sleep. I think yeah. you can take a break. It seems like with just four classes, you're gonna be just fine. Yeah. You're gonna oh, yeah.
0: be just fine. But I digress. I'm not a student at Easton Academy. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we also, yeah, we found out that she's been killing it with the books lately. We found we find out uh, retroactively that she's been winning firsts, that one ceremony, if you get the top of your class yeah. um, every semester. So, like, good for her.
1: Mm-hmm. She pulled herself out of no man's land when she was getting all bees.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She really did it without Taylor's help, which is impressive. Yeah. Uh we're also introduced to a new headmaster, a headmaster Cromwell. We are. And he now that I how far are you in sex education season three?
1: Um, I am watching it right now. I just uh watched the the one where they go on the field trip.
0: Oh, okay. So you know of the new headmaster in sex education. That sucks, yeah.
1: Kind of like Cromwell in this. You know, you're right. Not
0: unsimilar.
1: He's a no funny business guy. Yeah, and
0: he's like, I'm going to change the, you know, the way people see this institution because there was someone murdered here last year. It is paralleled very well to sex education season three.
1: He seems like a grade A bitch. Yeah. Because he calls out Gage for farting. Yeah. Excuse me, don't police farting.
0: It's a bodily function. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. Um, But yeah, he's really like down to be like this... Institution's going to be back to its excellence, honor, no funny business. That's what we care about here.
1: And there's also a new girl named Sabine. Yes. Who Missy exclusively calls Miss Island Nation. <sighs> Do we expect anything less? No, especially not from Missy. No. You know,
0: first, Cape Ryan, we're, we're kind of... We are teeter-totter with Cape Ryan. Because some things, great, Other things, very bad. I know. It's like... Calm and then, but with nostrils. Missy, we know, we know Missy sucks. Yeah. Um, so we, of course, we expect Missy to say that. Um, mm-hmm. There's also another new girl named, well, new Ivy. character, yeah. I should say, Ivy Slade, who was a student at Billings, and then she was not there last semester for some unknown reason.
1: Yeah. And Ivy Slade seems like the cuntiest person ever, and I'm so turned on by her. <laughs> So Ivy Slade is at least 7 foot 10, in my opinion, because the way she handles herself is such tall energy. When she's not wearing heels, she is wearing heels. I, I think she's just, the kind of person that I'm I creating.
0: really just think you're describing a dominatrix. <laughs> I think I am. I think I am. I don't know. She's just really mean and I'm
1: happy that she's in these
0: books. Yeah. I pictured her with really pretty hair. That's how I pictured her.
1: She's like the girl that in movies when there's a group of girls and they'll be like, oh my God, shit, here she comes. Hi, Ivy! And Ivy will say just something really devastating. Yeah.
0: I mean, Ivy is a really cool character because she like doesn't have any friends nor does she fucking care. No, that's cool. And I really want to see more of Ivy in these next books mm-hmm. but as we know with Kate Brian we might never get that we might never get <laughs> we that we might never line. get that uh we also find out that Sabine is French yes uh we, we we exist with Sabine for as a character for like 10 pages and then it's like oh by the way she's French
1: she's French I also am curious about her history because I mean she is dark
0: yeah
1: um so
0: yeah, I don't... I forget where I they said she was from. They said it in the book, though. I didn't write it down. I thought
1: it was a sea country. Yeah,
0: it was, like, on the coast. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, not important. If Kate O'Brien doesn't emphasize it to the point that we can remember it, not important.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um.
0: Yeah, so we have these new, new characters. Cromwell, Sabine, Ivy Slade. We also are kind of reintroduced to these... Um, Less important Billings girls that who
1: become important in be- the book,
0: who are I just guess. like suddenly supposed to be super important, which is yeah. like big big adjustment. It kind of feels like we're starting a whole new book series in a way.
1: Yeah, and you know what's interesting is on Wikipedia they come in series of four. So the yeah. first four that we've covered was like a, sec- a separate installment. Yeah. Of. Yeah. And then the next four covers, whatever this plot Yeah, line. I feel like
0: this will yeah, be a new plot line and then it'll be another plot line. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're in a weird, weird turn of events for these next four books because we are this book was strange.
1: Yeah. But I swear to God, the first 50 pages are all just like setting a a high school rom-com. Yeah. The first 50 pages thriller. are
0: like filling you in. Yeah. And it's a lot, which is, like, again, why I wish we got a book about what happened last semester and mm-hmm. over the summer. A summer book. A summer book would have been great. Yeah. Um. But we find out that Cheyenne is also the president of Billings House now. Oh,
1: yeah. She's a head bitch in charge. Yeah, and she's... Her character is
0: not the same as Whoa. it was last book, no. which... Kind of a surprise. Wasn't expecting that. She's revved up and she's ready for blood. And she is queen. Yeah. She's really, like, trying to turn Billings into even more of a sorority, even though, like, it's mm-hmm. been, like, a little hazy, a little mysterious. But she's like, no, sorority hours, let's go. And everyone's
1: like, fine, Cheyenne. Yeah. She's orchestrated this little, like, waspy luncheon to give the girl girls gold bee necklaces, which are funded by the Billings alumni. Which was... It's so stupid. The Billings
0: Alumni Fund, which, listeners, is a new plot point that we've introduced. It's apparently a fund that all of the Billings, like, alums donate to so that the Billings girls at present can buy things and go on trips. Yeah,
1: I don't know why wouldn't they fund things like I don't know a community outreach program or yeah. like organizing trips to plant trees. Or here's an idea if they have enough, the rich. Yeah, if they
0: have enough money, why don't they just donate it?
1: Also, the people why don't are they Billings... donate it to our podcast? Yeah,
0: exactly. Someone give us some freaking money. Maggie and I have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like the real Billings girls. Hey, hey, we should change the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to pay <laughs> the billing girls <laughs> the billing scroll um but it's also like the people in billings have so much money it's like why do they need an alumni fund what i know i don't know it doesn't make sense. but cheyenne at this meeting is like guys We need to pick, like, what, six new girls to come into Billings. I have this master vetting process. Everybody needs to pick ten girls and organize it by this. I need you to watch them. I need you to tell
1: me why And right as she's mid-sentence, Cromwell (gasps) kicks in the door. Dang. And he says, boom, police. Yeah, and then he goes, I'm not really the police. I'm the new headmaster,
0: and I'm in charge. And that's
1: how the book ends. Yeah, it was
0: a really short one this time. (laughs) (laughs) um no he obviously you know busts in at this inopportune time and he goes oh you don't need to select any girls for billings we don't do that here anymore yeah I've selected the new billings girls and Cheyenne's like also can we talk
1: about how small this house is because I'm pretty sure there's like seven girls who live in it right now yeah and then they're bringing in six yeah. That's just a, a house for 13 people.
0: Yeah, it made it seem like it was a lot bigger last book. Yeah. And I feel like the size and shape just keeps changing.
1: Yeah, in my head it takes on a new shape every time. Yeah, and that's this time of, it's a triangle. That's kind of beautiful. When it is. you think about it, it's very poetic. The house is trans. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's get it a flag. <laughs> so uh, he introduces the new girls, and the new girls are Missy, Lorna, Kiki Astrid Constance and Sabine
0: yeah and spoilers except not really Cheyenne is pissed because Cheyenne doesn't like that he is trying to like squash the Billings mm-hmm. tradition
1: Cheyenne is pissed. Sabina's French. There's multitudes to this There book.
0: layers, people. <laughs> layers.
1: Um, and, yeah, she's like, not to worry, I'm a dumb bitch with a god complex and we can still make their lives hell on earth because I didn't get to have a say. In yeah, French. Cheyenne's basically like, well, they still have to earn their spot here and this is a big plot
0: point in the book where it's like Reed versus Cheyenne because Reed's like, no, we should just kind of give up on these weird traditions and be here for school. We should do that. And Cheyenne's like, no.
1: Cheyenne's like, Reed, you were a rescue. Yeah. Calm down. Calm down, yeah. It's... uh, But it's good because Reed is living with Sabine and Sabine is a part of this like transfer program student where Reed is like her mentor.
0: Which also, like... During the first headmaster meeting, he was like, I've ran, you know, really looked down and selected who is going to be a mentor for these, you know, transfer students. And then Reed gets selected. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like Reed should have been. Like no. she's had the worst time at Easton Academy. Like, yes. yes, okay, she got firsts last semester, but also like also last semester, her boyfriend died. One of her friends tried to kill her, and then her three other friends were expelled and also arrested.
1: The fact she's back and doesn't have, oh, I don't know, like, an opioid problem is impressive. I Also, like, it's weird that Headmaster Cromwell obviously has a record of all this
0: information and goes, she should mentor somebody here. This is
1: the hill I want to die on. Yeah,
0: very, very strange, because there's plenty of other people at Eastern Academy that probably have way less problems than Reed does. Yeah. But... I digress. Uh, so we basically learned that you know Cheyenne's basically gonna haze the fuck out of these six new Billings girls. Yes. Yes. And okay, we have to pause here because oh, okay, small plotline is introduced. Reed gets an email. Uh oh. From Dash McCafferty, sex god. Six foot four. That's what they said he is. Six foot four. Sex God. Probably with a swimmer's body.
1: Blonde hair. Blue eyes. She says he's like an Abercrombie model. Yeah. And we
0: learn that they flirted a little bit this summer.
1: Yeah. Uh, They went to a
0: wedding? I think they met while he... No, he came to a restaurant after a wedding, remember? (gasps) Oh. And they were... So close to kissing, uh-huh. but then remembered. Uh oh, I have a boyfriend, Uh-oh. which is saucy.
1: Okay, he's in Germany though. Does it count as cheating if he's in international waters? Well, I've
0: said this before. meggy and I has, have been debating this. <laughs> I uh, my new theory. Maggie and I just went on a trip to Miami. The theory is: is can you if you cheat on somebody in international waters, does it count? Laura, that was a very
1: funny thing to say. I'm
0: a really funny person, Maggie. Thank you. <laughs> um, but okay, I have to ask a big question here. Yeah. Would we have been mad that Reed cheated on Josh with Dash? No,
1: I think you have to. That's a hall pass. <laughs> like,
0: right? Like, I, it's weird. I know Josh and Dash are friends, but I honestly would have loved this book a little bit. I really liked reading this book. It's wild. It makes no sense, but it's fun.
1: Also, I think it's very funny that she was comparing herself to Noelle, and they always bring up the fact that Reed has dumpy, like, brown hair. <laughs> Do you ever notice that? She's yeah. like, wow, a brunette like me could never get attached." <laughs> I, like, I like the fact that you called it dumpy. I swear to God, that's how they paid her. It <laughs> was being like dumpy and little lower class for having brown hair. Yeah,
0: it's uh, funny. Yeah, They always describe
1: her. there's hair is so thin,
0: whatever. But... <laughs> but we find out that, like, Dash was a little drunk at the wedding and, like, hung out with her at a restaurant. They were so close to kissing, and she said no, but I really kind of wanted them to, and I love Josh.
1: Also, who the fuck cares? Because Josh is being a little too friendly with Sabine. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we learn after we about this whole thing that um, Sabine saw Josh and Cheyenne on the quad being very cuddly and close. Sus. And Sabine was like, oh, I thought they were together. Because they were, I saw them, like, right when I got on campus today, or, like, yesterday, whatever it was. And she's, like, and they were, like, canoodly. Mm-hmm. And Reed's, like, no, they weren't. And she's, like, they were. And we'd like, well, no, they weren't. And she's, like, but I but saw them. Um, so now we, another wrench has been thrown into this because. Yeah. What's going on with Josh and Cheyenne?
1: How did you feel first reading that? I was shocked because Cheyenne is like a worse Noel. Yeah. And Josh was always critical of Noel. Exactly. Like,
0: uh, a big question I had in this book is like, why does Josh keep giving Cheyenne the benefit of the doubt? Because clearly Cheyenne isn't like hiding who she is, but Josh hated so much all of these Billings girls and now he's like being nice to Cheyenne.
1: I know. Cheyenne is literally sending the six new girls out to steal something historical from the Austin Academy if they want to prove their worth or whatever. And Josh is like, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I do have feelings for this. It's absolutely It content. feels so out of character
0: for him. It does. And it. I don't like it. I don't like this characterization that we fell upon.
1: <laughs> and we kind of see their first flirty interaction with Headmaster Cromwell says that Alumni Weekend's coming up, which I don't, isn't really the biggest plot line. No. But Reed said she's going to do wait staff with Sabine so mm-hmm. she can mingle with higher-level folks. Very yeah. smart. It's a smart. It's a, it's a money move. But Josh says he's going to do food stuff with Cheyenne as, like, a way of senior bonding. Oh, and it's just like, what? Okay, Maggie, how would you feel
0: if... You know your partner, you're in a group of people and you guys need to volunteer for something and uh, someone you hate, your partner goes, oh, I'm going to just pair with them and do this other department of this volunteer thing.
1: It's like an unspoken code no. Yeah, exactly. But also my bigger issue, I shouldn't say, not a bigger issue, but
0: still an issue for me is Reed hears this and doesn't say how she's feeling about it.
1: No, she literally, quote, doesn't want to be that girl who asks pathetic searching questions of her boyfriend. That girl who didn't have the confidence to know he only had eyes for her. No,
0: no, we don't do that in this house. No. In
1: this house, we say, hey, that made me
0: feel uncomfortable. Why did you do that?
1: Yeah, because Reed has such internalized sexism where she's like, wow, women are weak. I
0: need to be a cool girl all the time. And it's like, no, a real girl has lots of feelings and is able to express them maturely. Yeah. And to build a better communication foundation with her boyfriend. And
1: Josh is good. He would probably be like, no, or, oh, I'm sorry that I'm Yeah, that vibe. if
0: Reed cornered Josh and said, hey, it makes me feel really uncomfortable that you seem really close with Cheyenne right now. Can we talk about that? I feel like Josh would be like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry. I don't want it to seem that way. Let me figure out how to set a clearer boundary so you don't feel that way." I know. That's how you solve a relationship problem. Oh gosh, gosh, I just start a second podcast. I'm great at
1: this. All <laughs> about Josh. And about, all season. about how
0: to fix the the relationships in these young adult books. I know. Seriously. But then, before while she's busy being a cool girl, she gets another email from Dash. I know. And She's hiding this. She's not telling anybody.
1: She is. Sabine and Constance are like over and Sabine's like, who's that emailing you? And she's like, like no, no one. one. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone is stressed because the new girls have to steal something, and Constance this is like, what dumb. am I going to steal?
0: Dumb plot line. I know. It, 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 it's such a throwaway. It just kind of felt like it was taking up space.
1: Yeah. It's it's really annoying. I don't know. That yeah. artifact ceremony happens, and it's really fucking boring. Yeah. I don't want to go into And also, it. like,
0: and during this time, Reed also tries to, like, introduce herself to Ivy, and it's... <gasps> I loved that. It's so weird. And, like, again, it feels like Ivy's going to be a very important character.
1: Yeah. She literally goes, like, hi, Ivy. And Ivy's like, oh, you're the girl that Thomas Peterson tried to kill himself or got killed over. Yeah.
0: And she's like, um, and she goes, okay, bye. That was it's devastating. A, it's, I can't believe Reed just didn't leave school at that point. Like, I, she I just have lost. A
1: va- I would have turned into dust on the spot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but then we have the artifact ceremony, which is so lame. So boring. It's, we aren't even going to get into it. We shouldn't it. even get into it because it's boring and lame. But we find out that Cheyenne, like, cheated and helped the people she wants to get into Billings get their I'm artifact. So it's so boring, so lame.
1: And in the middle of the night, Tiffany wakes Reed down because it's the ceremony where they get to vote the girls in, it's even the, though they, they can't get rid of them. Yeah,
0: it's the marble ceremony. Yeah. And it's in the basement. And weird that Reed has also never seen this basement until now.
1: How would you not know there's Yeah, a and she's like, oh, I guess I
0: never knew what this door was for. And there's no lights in the basement either, which is like, they have way too much money for there to not be lights in this basement.
1: No, they're too busy funding the gold... Oh, you're right.
0: They were like, hey, can we cut out the electricity for the basement this month? (laughs) I really want to buy these bracelets for everybody. I'm really trying to save money for my rent. That feel when you have to choose between basement electricity and gold bracelets
1: for 12 of your closest friends. I'm going to start a podcast just about this. (laughs) And they choose everyone but Lorna, because at some point they decided they didn't like Lorna, Sabine, and Constance. Yeah. And Reed calls out Cheyenne for this. With the help of Rose and Tiffany. But yeah. But, like, what is, what is Cheyenne going to do? They literally can't kick them out or they'll be expelled. Yeah.
0: And, you know, Cheyenne's just kind of like, whatever.
1: Let the hazing continue. And it's like, this is weird. It is annoying. Like, the next day at lunch, there's Sabine and Constance and Trey and Reed and Josh, whatever, sitting there. And Cheyenne's like, you're in my spot.
0: Yeah. No, and then we find out, like, Sabine has stolen uh, sorry, Cheyenne stole Sabine and Constance's assignments to turn in, that which was sucked. so mean. And then we also get that weird Cinderella plot line we got in book two again. I know, uh, lame, boring. So don't need it. Um, let's skip. Let's skip to the part we want to talk about. Yes, Reed walks into the library yes. and sees Josh and Cheyenne sitting across from each other, talking very, very closely. Their
1: knees are touching,
0: which is. Not doing it. No, we don't do that.
1: We don't touch knees. My
0: partner is not allowed to touch knees with people who I don't like, nor is he allowed to be flirty with other people. That's not how that works. No, absolutely not. I don't touch knees with other boys. He don't touch knees with other girls.
1: Reed, LOL, tells Cheyenne, you can go, because the two are clearly flirting in front of me. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, which is
0: like, hell yeah, Reed, let's go.
1: And then Josh gaslights her being like, God, you're so paranoid around the Billings girls, dummy. And it's like, but Josh, why
0: do you like Cheyenne? She is a Billings girl, because Josh was like, You should just leave the Billings house. They suck. And then he's, like, over here flirting with the top Billings girl. What the
1: fuck? Josh, are you Katy Perry's hot and cold? Because you're being hot and cold. And you're being yes and no. (laughs) Um... (laughs) She's like, "All right, I'm gonna respond to this by emailing back the hottest man ever." Don't worry, Josh. Josh. I'm
0: still flirting with your friend via email, so I guess it's okay. But
1: the next day, Josh says, "I
0: love you, messy." Yeah, she goes to Josh's dorm because she's like, "I'm paranoid," and they finally confess their love for each other. Which do you think it's weird? They've been dating for like what, like nine, ten months at this point. They've never said, "I, I love said you." I love you. Yeah. yeah. That is weird. It's weird, right? Never thought about that. Yeah, because it's like I understand. Okay, maybe like. I feel like five months should be the max.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you know we're back to the hazing universe, but I do want to bring this <laughs> <The> hazing universe. <laughs> like,
0: the, I love that part of the MCU. You know.
1: <laughs> I know. I will say though, I will bring this one up because it made me really sad. Because Cheyenne makes over Sabine for some reason. Sabine likes Gage. Oh yeah, we kind of skipped over that because it's just a weird. It feels like a weird like frosting yeah.
0: plot it line. Is, it it's is. just it's just thrown in there.
1: But Anne makes her over by, like, giving her really short skirt and wobbly heels and That's she so pours milk in the cafeteria for Sabine to purposefully trip over. And she falls and her underwear is just out there for everyone to see.
0: Mm-hmm. It and
1: Sabine's really, Sabine's really nice. She doesn't deserve that. No, she's really sweet. Ah. Uh,
0: but then, okay, and right after that, we talk about, um, this is we have this is where we kind of get into like the climax of this book because like yeah page 145 to 220 fast It's lightning sprints yeah because she's like woken up in the middle of the night. they're like, come on read, you have to come see it's Josh and Cheyenne in the art uh, cemetery uh, uh, cemetery, which is weird because we were introduced to the art cemetery mm-hmm. as like a secret basement thing yeah and now it's suddenly at ground level. And yeah. everyone knows about it. I know. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is a weird thing because, again, arts and material, we were introduced to it. Josh is the only one who knows about it. Like, what?
1: I know. And, damn, it is just not Reed's day because she... <laughs> you never have a
0: bad day, buddy. You
1: have a bad... Boy, does Reed have a case of the Mondays because <laughs> She sees Cheyenne straddling Josh. And he's not
0: wearing a shirt, people. And he's not. And her, her thong is out.
1: Her thong, her little thong is and out.
0: And good for Reed, she barges
1: in. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing was orchestrated by Josh, because apparently he texted her that he can't wait anymore. Yeah. Need you tonight. But Josh really isn't jumping up to defend himself at yeah,
0: all. Yeah, uh, Reed does slap Cheyenne across the face, which in I... Inclusive thank God. Think is hilarious. I love it.
1: Yes. Um.
0: Yeah. But then we find out. You know, Josh sent uh Cheyenne a Chinese text, being like, "I need you tonight. I can't wait any
1: longer." When Josh wasn't jumping up to defend himself, was when I was like, "This situation is really sus." Yeah, things felt off for how much he loves Reed and how much we know his character. It feels we know that he would have been up. Yeah.
0: Or we also know not like him.
1: Yeah, he's not like the other boys. He's different.
0: And, not but all also, men. Maybe he is. He was kind of flirting with Sabine that one
1: earlier in the book. That's fair. As and ex. he was touching knees with Cheyenne. Yeah. I always feel like in Anna's point, point, my girlfriend's point of out, this out to me, as non-binary and wanting to further myself away from being a woman because I'm not a woman, yeah. I will always be like, but have we considered the man's <laughs> <laughs> It's all about balance. <laughs> it's all about I am the avatar of the gender world. Oh my God. You should be that for Halloween. Yeah. And then Um, we get another twist. I do feel bad for Josh, though. Yeah, so
0: Reed, like, storms home, yada, yada, yada. We hear ambulance noises, and then we're like, "Uh uh-oh, drama alert.
1: Yeah, we learned the next day that Josh had a seizure. And had to go to the
0: hospital.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, what? And he tries to talk
0: to Reed. And, like, Reed obviously, like, tormented internally is like, I don't know, I don't want to talk to him, but, like, also I want him to be okay, but also, like, what the fuck? He was hooking up with, like, my arch enemy, yeah, and he just casually
1: says, I was drugged last night. Yeah, I don't know how I got there, I don't remember it, and this makes sense, this made sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'd be stressed. Yeah. He takes a lot of meds, and he's, like... I take five a day. There was one that I noticed wasn't in my normal mix, but I had, at that point, already taken it. And it, it makes sense that that probably didn't mix well with that, and then yeah. he had a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, so we learned
0: that he was, in fact, drugged. The seizure has proven that. But Reed's
1: <laughs> a real feminist. She's hashtag don't believe men.
0: <laughs> That's if the next wave of feminism is regressing.
1: Yes, is being like, men can't be sexually assaulted. Yeah, exactly.
0: So this is also mentioned very, very casually. And it is very much just like glazed over as a plot point, which is like, that is a very serious thing for someone to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And I must beg the question, where's the fucking guidance counselor?
1: I don't know. But Reed is taking the emotional labor. She is jacked up and pissed off. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yeah, she is. And she goes to Cheyenne being like, I'm ratting on you to the headmaster. Because yet again, she caught the girls being hazed. Yeah, and Reed's like, absolutely not. And then, you know, Cheyenne kind of like, as a
0: change of heart, she's like, after Reed threatens her, she's like, okay, I agree to initiate everyone Fine, and Reed's like, okay, cool, we won. Mm -hmm. Um, Josh tries apologizing again, and Reed's like, talk to the hand.
1: Ivy says, Ivy reminds
0: uh, Reed of Ariana. Yeah, that was a weird sentence. It kind of feels like, why does Ivy remind Reed of Ariana? So we're sus of that. And then um, Cheyenne at the initiation pulls another fast one and tries to not initiate the three members she doesn't like. Yeah, but. Boy who barges in again just at the right time. Headmaster Cromwell.
1: Headmaster <laughs> Cromwell says, I'm done with this fuckery. Yeah,
0: he sh- shuts it down and he's like, everyone in my office for questioning.
1: Yep, and then it turns into a Law and Order episode. Yeah. He sits them all down NYPD style trying to figure out who the rat is. Yeah, and Reed is the last person to talk. Yes. And
0: after much consideration, Reed decides to not rat out Cheyenne. Come on. Right? Okay, because, you know, Reed kind of paints it as, like, Lima a Billings girls and Billings Girls sticks together. But it's like, Cheyenne's not a Billings girl. Cheyenne's a little bitch.
1: Dude, Cheyenne tried to rape your partner. Yeah, like, literally get her evicted. She drugged somebody. Thank God someone does rat Cheyenne out them. Yeah,
0: someone does. We don't
1: know who, but Cheyenne thinks it was Reed. Yes, They go back, and Headmaster Cromwell is like, to uh, really cut down on the crime rates (laughs) at the Billings girl's house, I'm gonna replace... Mrs. Latimer with Mrs. Naylor because that, sh- that bitch cannot control you women. No. it's so like, by Mrs.
0: Latimer. She's fired. Cheyenne, you're expelled. Pack your things. Your parents are coming to pick you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cheyenne's like, Reed, this is all your fault. And Reed's like, didn't do shit, but okay.
1: I do love Reed trying to go talk to Cheyenne because this is such a gaslighty move that I do. Like, when I'm like, <laughs> when I'm like, oh God, I have subtweeted this person and I am really bad. And then I'm like, Hey, you know, if you need a shoulder to cry on, um, or, like, things like that, I get why you're mad at me. Um, you have a right to be bitchy, but I do win. I did win. Yeah. And me taking the high road is, like, you can't really, like, come at me. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, not a great exchange. And then, the next morning, (gasps) uh uh-oh, we find Cheyenne's body splayed out in the hall. We do! Cheyenne killed herself! She OD'd with a note saying, I'm sorry, I can't go home.
1: Yeah, Cheyenne called Reed a hick, and Reed came back with the most devastating insult ever, which was, I'm still an Easton student, and you're what? And then Cheyenne's like, damn, I can't come back from that? I'm I'm, I, I'm OD. offing it, yeah. And if someone
0: swerved me that hard, I'd also kill myself. Go can off, you? Cheyenne. But can you imagine liking school that much? No. Yeah, like what the fuck? I don't have emotional investment in anything that much. Yeah, no, never. And it's like all this told me is like Shine was not gonna do well in college because
1: <laughs> if you can't handle the if highs and lows of high, high school, school football, you're
0: not gonna you're not gonna do well in college at
1: all. <laughs> I but... do do you remember that, that Riverdale meme that went around where Richie or not Archie's in prison and he's like yeah, you're you're in prison right now. But have you ever experienced the highs and lows of high school football? <laughs> I haven't seen that.
0: That's hilarious, though.
1: <laughs> it's really funny. God, this is an important moment though because we do figure out uh, uh, again. Hashtag read doesn't hashtag believe men because she finally sees the pills that Cheyenne slipped Josh.
0: Yeah. The pills Cheyenne used to kill herself were the exact same pills Josh described to read. Yes,
1: they are, in fact, white with blue circles. And if you looked up my Google history when did I was try reading it, this... you to figure out the drugs? Yes. It's all... Is it uh, rohyphenol? Can you overdose on rohyphenol? Benzos. Is it benzos? Or Is it an opioid? Can you overdose on benzos? Like, my Google history was That's so
0: concerning. So funny, Meg. Uh, did you ever figure it out, though? No, damn
1: it! I know. I uh, I think it might just be a different benzo. Yeah, but I'm not sure because rivotril is white, but so it could be. Maybe she just drew the blue dots on them. If we have any any well informed druggies, yeah, maybe can we you have a pharmaceutical rep? Can blues. you leave us
0: a five star review saying and what it is, t- telling us what a small white pill, uh, circular circular pill with blue dots on it? What that would look like what, what drug is it we would love to know
1: cause I'm dying to know yeah
0: we gotta we gotta know we gotta know um but uh Reed you know believes Josh now okay hashtag believe men hashtag believe men <laughs> <laughs> but like in occasions, like please believe men um <laughs> uh, yeah. then we find
1: out that she has
0: two emails
1: yes One. though Cheyenne wrote a note that says she can't do this anymore she tells Reed in a different email
0: that this was all your fault. Yes. Don't don't read the note. This was your fault.
1: And then...
0: In a I love s- how
1: petty this bitch is. Right?
0: Could you imagine being like, gonna kill
1: myself. Here's my note, but I'm gonna send one last email. It is actually laughable how stubborn Cheyenne is. She didn't get her way, so she killed herself. And I actually really respect that. I think Cheyenne is the hero of this story. <laughs> Well, listeners... <laughs>
0: There's a second email, yes, from none other than sex god Dash McCafferty, yes, that says everything happens for a reason,
1: yes, sus, sus is fuck. He's trying out phrases uh, that he wants to embroider on a pillow. Mom, maybe you took up
0: embroidery. I <laughs> love it. Everyone needs a hobby in college. Um, So Josh and Reed to kind of like get away from this all, go to New York. Yes, and they're out to dinner.
1: They're like, "Let's go to NYU to catch <laughs> <laughs> Exactly like that. That's exactly
0: what they did. And they Just they ran another, away to college. Seizure.
1: <laughs> that on his way down. No. Um, yes.
0: Um, so they're at dinner. They're at a nice dinner. And
1: we bring back one of our favorite characters. Uh oh. It's Noelle, looking hot as, as ever. We thought she said T T Y L, but instead she said L Y L A S. Bitch. Oh my god. And then, and, then, okay. and then
0: the book ended it with L-Y-L. <laughs>
1: and
0: she said, Hags. Um Hags. <laughs> that's such a niche joke. Do you I think kids these it. days still sign your books with hags? God, no, I, hope but so. I hope so. Um, but anyway, Noelle's parting words <gasps> to Rhyptic. read are uh
1: everything happens for a reason. Uh-oh where this book ends. Are they trying to guess I like, read and having a threesome? If honestly... I'll read a whole chapter. I would read a whole book. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would read a whole book on that threesome. Uh, and that's where it that, is. Maybe
0: that'll be my next fan fiction.
1: Oh, please. I love that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, we have to get into our top five, Meg. Yes, well, this is a very fun top five for us. Yes. So this
0: is our top five things that should have or maybe probably happened between January and now since we skipped whole nine months what what happened in that time period we want to know there's tons of details that have definitely
1: been left out yeah what's been up we're ruminating on number five if yeah. maybe good boy Josh had a bad boy summer and cheated <laughs> <laughs>
0: on read in should, Germany you should write more for 17 magazine <laughs>
1: I would love to. I really loved
0: that voice. That was very, that was very teen, teen magazine. I loved it. <laughs> Tiger Beat? Hire yeah. me. Oh my God. At Tiger Beat. If you're listening right now, please rate and review this podcast. <laughs> Hire us. Um, what about number four? Probably something that we've never explicitly gotten.
1: Yeah. We,
0: we, it's been hinted at.
1: Josh and Reed fuck finally? When is bad boy Josh summer gonna happen? I want bad boy Josh's bad boy dick up inside little mousy-haired Reed. (laughs) Bad boy Josh raw-dogging Reed in an alley is the the other plot line that I want. (laughs) All of the alleys at this very prestigious academy. Maybe um, there's something horny in the air right now between Laura and I because number three is Reed and Natasha kiss.
0: I've heard Mercury's still in retrograde, so maybe that's it. I saw in someone's story today that there's four more days of retrograde, so could be something. I would have loved for Natasha and Reed to kiss over the summer. She
1: stayed there all summer. And they didn't kiss once? No head? Not even,
0: like, a little bit when they're drunk. I kiss my friends when I'm drunk. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Number two, uh, this is a a way, way throwback to kind of what we felt in the last couple of books. What if Lewis Hanneman and Blake ran off together? We never really got their ending. We just know they're not in here anymore. That's a Herald right there. That is. Sharna would love that callback. Oh my god. Thank you, Sharna.
1: Thank you, Sharna. That one's for your dogs. And then number one is one that I would really also love Laura to write a fanfiction on. Oh, I I might. Maybe Reed terminated a pregnancy. (laughs) Kind of out there. But stick with me on this one. Maybe. Maybe Reed has a punch card going at her local abortion clinic. (laughs)
0: Uh, we also, did we already say Josh maybe cheated on Reed? Yeah. Oh, we did, didn't we? That was number five. We nice. were thinking maybe. Yeah. But what if we did get, uh, Josh's bad boy, uh, baby up in her and terminate it? Maybe a twist?
1: Maybe she saved some of Thomas's little semen?
0: <laughs> I like that all four of these things were just very sexually <laughs> driven. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we need more sex in our books. Uh, yeah,
0: we really do. You know, that was something we were really excited about getting with this book. And we've gotten like one sex scene. We've got we got some horny
1: makeouts in the beginning of this book. I'm DMing Kate Bryan literally right now. We're being like, when does sex happen? When does your thousand page book on sex happen? Because honestly, She's like, who are you? What does this even mean?
0: That's so funny. What are, what are you doing? You're like podcast rate and review. Sex please.
1: Oh, god. oh my god we
0: have fun we um, did this
1: was a fun episode this is a very
0: fun episode this is a fun book um next is legacy though have you started reading legacy at all no is it fun i am on like page 10 and you'll you're not going to be surprised it revolves on the legacy party again which i also forgot about
1: oh come um, on but there's some oh
0: twists god. and turns in store for us again i'm only on i'm very early on in this book i can't wait um and my favorite thing we're going to have to act talk about this is they're already so insensitive about Cheyenne's death, just like they
1: were with Thomas's. Ooh, hell yeah. Oh, we
0: love conceited Billings girls. Their
1: takes won't be as hot as mine, though, on her death. No,
0: never. You're too smart and too pretty too for alt. that.
1: You're too alt, too
0: different. Too trans. Too trans. <laughs> too trans. Hashtag too trans. <laughs> Hashtag believe men. Hashtag too trans. Oh my god, I'm going to get you a bumper sticker for whenever you get a car. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Listeners, thank you for joining us on this lovely freaking episode. You can listen uh, to a bunch of other cool podcasts uh, on the Audio Men Podcast Network. That's where we're hosted. Woohoo. Uh, big ol' woohoo for the Audio Men Podcast Network. And Maggie is right now going to ask you to write and review our podcast. Meggie, take it away.
1: Hey, I temp and I need to stop stealing people's phones at work, giving myself a five-star review. Yep. So how about you guys do it this week? Hell
0: yeah. That was really cool. That was a really cool take, Meg. Ladies. Ladies, would you like to rate and review the podcast? Because I think you would. Uh, And it would also help us a lot. So please do that. Uh, Also, follow us at Meggie and Laura on Instagram. Yes. That's where we post the most. We're slowly getting better at other social medias. We just released a web series. Yeah. Watch our web series. Meggie and Laura on YouTube. something else that we're working on getting like more content on we just got 69 subscribers God bless America nice God bless America yeah so please watch our web series it's called See You in Hell y'all it's freaking dope I I don't want to be like too narcissistic but it's freaking dope I agree and we would love you to check that out Uh, but until then we'll see you guys next week
1: bye You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.